anybody out there, and I'm gonna, this will be the tag for the show. Like, we're going to talk about fires on this episode of the podcast. Now you, can, you make fun of me about this mask now, huh? This, the, the situation I'm living in right now was literally why this mask was made. I only made, I, I never made fun of you publicly, man. I promise. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? This week, we have TK Bay back on the show, and the two of us, being in California, do spend a certain amount of time at the beginning of this episode talking about some of the situations happening with the wildfires. After all, if you have followed me on social media, I did an update on Twitter about the fact that one of the fires is actually just miles away from my home. But with the way that the whole week went, with me trying to stay updated on news regarding the fire, I wanted to start the conversation on this episode uh, with topics about social media. After all, I used Twitter as one of my main ways of staying informed following the different accounts of the city governments and of the fire departments in my area. So with that in mind, I thought about how Twitter actually became that news outlet for me uh, when in the past it kind of wasn't one of my priorities. But after that, and after the break, we talk about foldables again, but not quite because TK got his hands on a Microsoft Surface Duo. And I wanted to talk a little bit about this unique smartphone from Microsoft while still giving some thoughts on, let's say, foldables or even dual screen devices at large, because I have the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 2, uh, the review of which will be coming out very soon. But with all of that said, we're going to jump into this episode of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast with TK Bay. Enjoy. So the last few days, I've actually been under a, what they call an evacuation warning. And Mm -hmm. there's a a bunch of fires going on in California. Um, TK and I are both in California. So uh, what's closer to you? The Creek Fire, right? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I want to... They're both closed. The problem is we're getting the smoke from everything. Yeah. Like typically we're the ones who have the fires and we're blowing smoke somewhere else. This time it's actually the other way around where everybody's smoke is flowing through our area. So mm-hmm. depending on how the Santa Ana's are going, it's just impacting everybody. Well, we were very lucky because one of the reasons why everyone was really worried about um, about the fire that's happening literally miles away from my house is that the Santa Ana's would have blown the fire straight through my neighborhood. Yeah, like it just would have decimated this upper portion of the foothills. And um, thankfully, and of course, you know, much gratitude to the first responders and the firefighters and whatnot. um, They have I haven't actually seen them in my part of town. Uh, I remember when there was a fire four years ago Mm -hmm. and um, it got really close. Like I have pictures and videos of the side of my mountain literally ablaze. And the firefighters were here laying down lines and and just making these what they call fire breaks, where they mm-hmm. literally just they bulldoze an entire line of either grass or um, trees and whatnot. That way, when the fire reaches that line, it has nothing to burn. So they were doing that. And I remember my street right here and the three streets above me were just full of fire trucks and all that stuff. Um, but in any case, the last few days I've been under this evacuation warning. And what that means is we are supposed to have all of our belongings already in our cars, ready to go. Because if we waste any time trying to grab things on the way mm-hmm. out of an actual evacuation, that could mean life or death. That just small amount of time right there. Oh, absolutely. Um, 
and I went through that back in 2016. So I've I kind of I've had this sort of system in mind. Like we've we haven't really had to do it since then, thank God. Uh, but I've had this system in mind of what things I need to get and what things I need to keep. Um, so this desk that probably all of you listening or watching this on Facebook, um, you recognize this shot. This is every video since quarantine started. Absolutely, Th yeah. This was empty. I undid this entire desk, the desktop in the car, the clamps, the um, the mic stand, this camera, the stand, everything in the car. And for the last mm -hmm. three days, I've just been lying in bed with a desk that's essentially empty. And for today, um, since we were a few days since the evacuation warning was given, we're basically being told that we're still under the evacuation warning if the weather changes and things get worse like quickly. But for the most part, they're saying that if the fire were to reach our area, it would take literally days for it to do that. Okay. So it's at this point that I was like, okay, I got to make a choice. Like, I still got to be able to work. We have the podcast to do, obviously. And the setup here is literally like, I have optimized the hell out of this desk and nothing else will do. So I brought everything back and I came okay. to the decision that this desktop, that I have. It's an MSI desktop. It's actually about as <laughs> some people are saying that it looks just like what the PS5 will look like. It's slim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's slim, but it's tall. Um, and the heat literally comes out of the top, which is what they're saying the PS5 will do. Um, I pretty much have come to the conclusion that if we are going to evacuate, I'm just going to grab the desktop. Okay. Makes so sense. this mic, this light, even the ATEM Mini. Even my audio interface right here, these these tools that have become invaluable to me during quarantine, I'm just going to grab all the cords from the back of this desktop, pull them out, and then just take the whole thing to my, to my car. And that's the only thing I'm going to bring. Because when I first undid the entire desk, it took a long time for me to set it back up earlier just to do this podcast. So I was just like, okay, um, I got to make a decision. Like bringing everything with me is not... It's, it, as much as I want to do it, it might not be the, it might not be the most efficient thing to do in that life or death moment. Makes sense. Yeah. No. Absolutely. You know? But I'm, it, I'm glad it, that you guys are doing good, and and I hope that they're able to get some type of control over this. Uh, it's it's just it's crazy. We're in fire season. It, it happens every year, and there's never there's never ever a situation where we can say we're used to it. it there's no getting never, used yeah. to this. And uh, of course, to top that all today is, you know, as I, I think we're recording it also on a very memorable day, uh, as yes. we all know, you know, so September 11th. So it's it's a double meeting. It's a very memorable day and we'll always hold a space, a space for everybody. And everybody always remembers where they were when, when you know, the incident happened back then. So again, glad that you're doing safe. Glad your family is doing good. Um, hope you guys don't have to pack again and you don't have to redo and undo your desk setup. And, you know, hopefully things will be better. Yeah, I mean, a part of me does want to uplift all of this and put it in my office, which, by the mm -hmm. way, my office is a certain number of miles away from my actual home. Mm -hmm. um, not so far away that I never want to go there. It's just, you know, I made this setup, so it works really well. A part of me wanted to uproot all of this and just put it in my office. But mm -hmm. to be honest, first of all, I got to be here because, you know, if we have an evacuation, I got to help my parents make sure that we're all okay. Um, I, I made sure they got things set up and, and uh, the cars stacked with all of the stuff that we know we want to bring. Uh, but yeah, over at my office, honestly, these fires, there's 
there's three uh, in me and TK's immediate vicinity. There's the yeah. one right here. There's the one in your area, the Creek Fire. And mm-hmm. then there's the El Dorado Fire, which um, I'm going to get into that in a second. But these three fires are basically flanking us on all sides. And my office, despite being miles away, is in just as bad condition as the air quality here. Yes. Oh, so no, no. All of it Southern wouldn't California. even help. Yeah. 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 No, Jaime yesterday retweeted something and I saw the, where it was like a, a short time lapse of how the fires are, are just spewing the smoke across Southern California. Yeah. We're, you're in a crapshoot regardless of where you are. Um, you know, either you're in a super dark orange sky or light orange sky, but air quality is, you know, you're smelling ash all day. So it's, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's, it's not it's healthy bad. to be out. It's bad. Yeah. The moment, the yeah. moment I stepped outside to pick up a package, like there's no it's a weird word to use but there's no other word that i can kind of think of right now it's spicy Mm -hmm. outside like your throat starts to literally burn because oh your your throat your eyes the the Mm -hmm. whole thing yeah no 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 exactly it's it's and again people are still trying to you know work and be out there and they're delivering and all of that stuff so i'm very appreciative of everybody doing their work but i hope people do stay in and um i yeah just my my hope is that we can get through through this and maybe go back to some type of cooler weather it's even though it's cooler today technically temperature wise but we've been going through a few heat waves lately here in southern california so it's it's killer i'm actually i'm actually at the point now where i don't care if it's hot or cold i just don't want those winds i just don't want the winds because that's what makes us very afraid that Mm -hmm. the fire could spread because the winds literally spread it um so here's a question that i have for you and this is where i want to sort of like from that check-in, we're kind of updating everybody on what's been going on uh, with mm-hmm. us. Um, I have been, I have honestly, like I'll admit something on the show right now. I have been gravitating to you and Nick Gray as my guests for the last like month. You guys are my comfort zone right now because honestly, it's really hard for me to actually think about doing things differently on the podcast when I'm dealing with all of these things right now, you know? So oh, I, I, anytime, dude, anytime you, you hit me up, honestly, unless there's something else going on at the same time. Yeah, I, I make I'm sure not to ask you when it. you're doing your show. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, just don't ask for it on Saturday morning. <laughs> my answer would be like, how about you come on? Uh, no, uh, uh, yeah, no, it's it's fun. It's fun to hang out, and I, like you said, I mean, like last Friday we were hanging out at the right before this whole fire thing started. We yeah. we hung out for a little bit over at the uh, the Huntington uh, Library, and that was fun. And I felt like it was like from that point on, it was like you. I know, right? Te- temperature went higher, uh, weather and fires. So, but uh, yeah, no, any any time, any time you need us, man, just let me know. So my my the the, the thing. Because, okay, I, I do want to make sure we tease what we're really going to be talking about for the latter half of the show. Like, sure. I do want to give some final thoughts on this bad boy right here, of course. The, um, okay, you the hold Samsung. that one, I'll hold this one. Yep, the Galaxy Z Fold 2. And you'll notice I put a thing on here. Um, I'll talk about oh, this a little bit. Uh, you got talk, those. Dude. Yes. Okay. I'll talk about this a little bit later um, because one of the main points I want to make in the review, which I'm working on this weekend, mm-hmm. is um, much like many other tablets... And I'm going to say tablet in this case. Much like many other tablets, the experience only gets better once you start adding in a few tools. Mm -hmm. And I think the real love that you can have with the Z Fold 2 can be there once you add those tools in. So something like imagine a pop socket on here so you can like actually angle the phone when it's open. Uh, you did say like love a, though. You did say the word love. So I'm going to hold you to that because last week you were on a different tone. But yeah, let's I go. was. Um, I think I think at some point though, and again another another little uh, teaser. I think at some point I just had to accept what this phone is rather than what it's trying to be. 
So let me just say that. Makes sense. Um, okay. So before we get to all of that, though, um, I wanted to have like sort of the first like 20 minutes about social media, um, because this week has really opened my eyes to a couple of things mm-hmm. um, with what's going on with these fires and all this stuff. Um, I know in your case, you're not necessarily close to any of the fires, but how do you usually keep up with the news regarding stuff like this? So there's a few things um, in our area. There's a, um, I would say like a community-based um, like newsletter or bulletin board, the best way to say it. It's like, think of it as like a Facebook group. It's not Facebook. It's just a community uh, base for the entire Santa Clarita Valley where we are. And um, they are pretty good as far as posting comments. We also, I try to follow my local, uh, you know, basically fire departments, uh, police departments, so on, in case there's any kind of uh, comments coming up. So those are generally my first like initial uh, notifications. Uh, and then I, I try to be, you know, stay as much connected with the neighbors in the area just to make sure, you know, we're all looking out for each other. Okay. You are, you're a good man for like putting the human element into it because in all honesty, like what has been comprising my last few days is basically refreshing hashtag and then the name of the fire. Um, like, yeah. and then any of the fires really. So, mm-hmm. um, I've just been refreshing it and just getting not, I, I think I think that I'm savvy enough to know when someone's just reacting to the fire rather than what the news is about the fire because I know that that's a big distinction. There's a big difference. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and social media can amplify uh, people's reactions or their personal opinions of things. Yeah, yeah. So Twitter never used to be my go-to place for news. It's always been more because of that differentiation. I have always looked at Twitter as a reaction to news rather than the news itself, but. Mm-hmm. As my family and I and my parents watch the local news like every single day, um, now that the local news has become sort of like one of our requirements to stay updated, I've also added Twitter on top of that because tweets from like the actual city I'm in, the fire department, all that stuff are all important and those are things that you can get in real time. Meanwhile, the local news will be like, this literally happened the other day and it really annoyed me. Um, They did a small like update on the actual fire and then they moved on to a story of a raccoon being in someone's house in tampa florida and they went on a wild goose chase trying to trying to catch this raccoon an la (laughs) an la freaking news network did a story about tampa florida raccoons when california is on fire they're they're really trying to to uplift the mood on that conversation, apparently. But yeah, no, uh, I, I, I listen to them as much as possible. And I do have some of the local channels on, on Twitter and so on. But I, I do try to tend to keep, um, uh, you know, like I filter, like, you know, I try to put like somewhat of a filter of an understanding when I read some of their posts. You're right. They're, they're generally, um, they're repeating things over and over because that's typically how they do the, uh, how they do their news, right? I mean, it's, it's the, the four o'clock, the six o'clock, the seven o'clock there, there isn't really much happening as, as active, but, um, it's, it, you need to be connected to your local, uh, your local jurisdiction. So if you're in an area where, you know, there's things going on, believe it or not, your fire department and your police department are, are online and there are, they're actually, they do tweet and post things directly into social media. So Twitter, they do. Yeah. I, I've used it as a, as a news source for quite some time, but I, I, like I said, I always try to put that filter of understanding. Like if I see somebody's reposting with a, with a statement, I always try to go to the source of where the data is coming from and understand the data from there. Uh, not necessarily to say that, you know somebody's personal opinion isn't true uh but at the end i'd like to also make a decision on my own based you know does it make sense do i understand it correctly or did did that person miss something 
these few days have been critical, especially whenever we have fires. And we typically, by the way, for, for people listening, um, my area is typically where most of the fires are. We're generally closer to the mountains and there's more fires in our area, Castaic, further in. Uh, and we've had quite a few over the years. Um, it, it's hard. It's hard. I just, this is one of those seasons I want to skip, like just fast forward, skip it over. Let's go straight to this to November. Let's have Thanksgiving. I, I don't, I don't want this time of the year because yeah. it's every year, every year. And that's the thing, like the majority of what you might see on a place like Twitter, like mm -hmm. just as a, just as a, a, as a perfect example, we came into September thinking, you know, oh boy, like everyone was posting this. Oh boy. Well, will September bring us this year's already been so crappy. Like, oh, what's coming in September? Well, in our case, fire like if, if it couldn't it, yeah we should have just you should have just stayed quiet <laughs> um, and 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 this week has been you know super as it is to start with you know it was a holiday week a lot of people were home and yeah things just yeah one thing after another but it's good it's friday happy friday everybody <laughs> yeah happy friday um and yeah like the, the so the last few days have been just that just me refreshing those things i actually can't mm -hmm. it it really made a differentiation for me of i'm using that word a lot um i don't go there's no going to instagram right now because mm -hmm. detail oriented stuff is only really on twitter i don't touch facebook by the way so before anybody even mentions that but instagram i just can't go to it like it's easy to put in like a hashtag or something like that and hopefully you see like up-to-date stories and stuff like that but it's very different on the instagram platform for mm -hmm. staying informed on stuff like this i know always it's yes. just always twitter it, it's it, well i mean for me i always even if i do post things on on instagram for me my ultimate destination is always twitter so i always post to instagram and cross post it to twitter so for me at the end of the day i feel like that's where i have the most of the interactions and most of my followings are there as well so it's it, it's a good source i mean it could be a it could have the opposite effect as well i mean Twitter's, absolutely you know it, it yeah it, there are some times where i just want to shut off or uninstall the app too but uh, yeah no, this is yeah, the first yeah. time i've had twitter installed on my phone rather than yeah, using yeah. a browser to intentionally open it up exactly, and yeah. oh man it's been it's been weird but like yeah i i don't know i just i i it was a learning experience because i've always known we always i always comment on how other people use twitter in this way but i've never actually really done it myself and even four years ago um when the other fire happened like right here mm -hmm. um i actually used snapchat to stay oh. to stay informed on it because people were posting quick snaps from this area because you could do like geo tagged or geolocation based exactly. snaps yeah exactly um so that was one way that i did back then but now it's twitter you know snapchat's not as big a thing anymore i, I was gonna say yeah i mean it's there but it's not as it's not as much of a source i feel like twitter's been pretty much you know idolized in that spot of just being the news source it's, it's yeah. actually a news outlet at, to a certain point if you think of it the amount of information that goes through twitter is ridiculous yeah so i have one more thought about social media because this is all this has all just been on my mind lately um there was one there were, there were a few tweets and instagram posts um over the last day or so of people very upset that one of the biggest hurdles to handling the local fire is that there are a lot of people rolling into town to take pictures of the fire and social I, media have, uh, i effect, can't yeah. i'm so it pisses me off so much and i wanted to post about it with like the caveat at the beginning of like i know that i am technically an influencer like i know that i'm i kind of fall in that category but even i would never do 
this stupid crap. Because there are literally people coming in and like, like, first of all, it's a no drone zone, obviously, because helicopters and planes have to fight this fire. I think I saw like, I, I think I only saw one drone shot. So thank God only one. But if I saw a bunch, I'd be so mad. I'd be so well, mad. To top it off, the uh, the uh, area around the around fires are is not the same density as most other air where you're flying a drone. And you need to understand that um, your propellers and the way the drone flies may operate differently, especially when you have other operating like airplanes and firefighters in the area using the the bandwidth that you're trying to use to fly your drone so you could potentially not only be hurting yourself but also hurting people in the area if your drone decides to just fly off by itself yeah because those those things are like getting magnified but yeah no absolutely it's it it's not the time or the place for any of this i understand why they're trying to do it but it's just like you should have some respect for the area and let them do their job they're there to try to protect the people that live in the area not for you to drive from somewhere just to take a picture yeah, indeed. Uh, which leads me to the final, final thing. Um, and I'm going to be smiling a little bit when I talk through this next part, mostly okay. because of how incredulous I am at this. Okay. Um, it's one of those things where you just can't help but laugh at the ridiculousness of how all of this started. Not the fire near me, but the other one more east of us, the El Dorado mm-hmm. fire. You know how that one started, right? I'm just wondering, honestly, is it a boy or is it a girl? That's all I wanted to. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm, I'm making fun of it. Yeah, that's all you know we can it, do. It, it. It just crazy how like they start the conversation. This is another one. This is not the first ever. Um, it's like a gender reveal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, gone wrong because they decided to use pyrotechnics. Um, we really like the level of oh my god kind of thing. Uh, and then when you hear it and you're like, ah. Yeah, sorry. So the, the, just for, to anybody who might not know, um, the El Dorado fire in particular, which is happening more in the Santa Ber- San Bernardino County. Yeah, um, a little bit further, yeah. So more east of where TK and I are, way more east for him than me. But <laughs> um, the basically what happened was there was a couple. So there, actually, you know what? I got to go even further back. There's this trend on social media, which is why we're talking about social media right now. There's this trend mm-hmm. right now of when... Uh, a couple gets pregnant, congratulations to you if you do and you're trying and great, um, where when they find out the gender of the baby, mm-hmm. okay, so gender normative, uh, g- gender norms be damned, like I get that, you know, if you're they're trying to make everything binary is one thing, but blue for boy, pink for girl. And what these people would do, the original gender reveal social media slash party post was there was a cake. It was like white on the outside with, because of the frosting. And then when you cut into it, you'll find out if it's a boy or a girl based on if it's blue or pink. Mm-hmm. People started to take it a little bit more extreme. People started to do more things. There are, I actually know a few people who did, um, they did the smoke thing, but it was like in their hand. Like it oh, wasn't, yeah, no, I've it seen, wasn't yeah, an explosive poppers. thing. Yeah. They, poppers they, as well. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to say. I, I've seen, those are the ones that I've typically seen. I've like, those are the general, like, you know, when you're trying to do it with your friends and family, I think people that are trying to just do over that top, that's what's killing me. The, the level of involvement of pyrotechnics that come into this, it's no longer just a pop. It has to be like half, like half explosion, two cities. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like two cities away. They need to know what, what the gender of the baby is. Yeah. So these, this couple like got a pyrotechnic that, in this case would have been a pink or blue explosion and they put it on the dry brush in the El Dorado Park how 
dumb do you have to be to know uh, and by the way this was this past weekend when you and i hung out uh, with our mm-hmm. friend stacy uh yeah. where we had a we had a nice like social distance walk but we complained the entire time that it was hot it was the hottest weekend on record and this is the weekend you choose to to fire an explosive in the brush you have got to be kidding me and yeah it was supposed to be like a big like i'm just gonna assume blue like just to give people a, a thought yeah I, like, I, like i said that we don't know what the gender was art, you know so they, you failed well, anyway not, yeah i was gonna say the whole event was totally crap you gotta just so don't try were, it again please don't, and this is the reason why i wanted to bring up the social media thing is because aside from the twitter uh conversation and also um how people are coming in trying to take pictures of a freaking fire that's 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 affecting people like me um, mm-hmm. these people were just, it wasn't even a party. They're using the word party. What it was, was a gender reveal social media post, because what they were trying to do was it was just the two of them. And they were going to take a picture of the explosion to put it on social media. And that, yeah, man. Yeah. That was what well, it was I mean, meant to be. Yeah. I, logically, I understand what they're trying to do, which just, it just sucks that it, it, they could have done it at the beach, man. They didn't need to be in front of a hill, man. They were, and they weren't that far from the beach, which is the other kicker for me. Like you're in Southern California, you're never too far from the beach. Or like to get out a of the beautiful desert. sunset, or even there. But I'm saying it's like there's so many more, uh, like other beautiful scenic things you could have done. There are literally pick- signs in every mm-hmm. national park that TK and I are near that say like don't do this don't, don't yeah. no fire no sparks no explosives no no fireworks fireworks are actually illegal in many parts of california many cities of california yeah especially santa, yeah, santa clarita or at least for where i am at least yeah for for sure we're, we're limited to the uh kitty stuff which i don't mind honestly with the amount of fires that we have in our area the last thing i want is to, to find out that this happened because of fireworks and like get creative like one of my favorite things i did at fourth of july 2019 was um you get like the sparkler and then you do a long mm. exposure you do like light, oh, light, yeah, light yeah, trails yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no I, I like those. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. yeah, those are actually a lot of fun. Yeah, and easy to do and simple and always creative. And you can always do so many different things. But yeah. Well, now that fire has has actually like, it's burned down over 15,000. I want to say 10. I definitely over 10. Over 10,000 acres. And so. it's just it's just ridiculous. And like, you know, on on a certain like personal note, it's just, I'm not trying to like, I don't think anybody who is upset at this is actually trying to make that couple feel super bad. Like Mm -hmm. I know I said on Twitter, like it makes me question their fitness as parents, but it's a certain level of frustration because this tiny thing that you wanted to do wasn't for you. You were trying to do it for everybody else. And that's Mm -hmm. the problem with social media that I have this week, seeing some of these things that are going on right now, you know, like, on the one hand, you could use social media as a force of good. There's one former news reporter who has actually been the best source for news about mm-hmm. the fires because he's he has a police scanner. He's he's older, so he's retired, but he has a police scanner and he's using Twitter to report. He has like a 80 tweet long thread that he updates every day, uh, like 20 times a day. Um, and that has been like one of the best sources of news. Um, but... On the flip side, these people taking pictures of the fire and actually like, or or the gender reveal parties that ended up starting a fire and all that stuff. Like what, what pains me so much is that you didn't do that for yourself. Because if you were really trying to do that for yourself, you wouldn't have done it in the first place. 
Yeah, so it wouldn't ever be this this big, this fat, where you did it outdoors. It would have been in your family, maybe in your backyard or something, where it normally is supposed to be in the first place. I mean, realistically, this is a, a private thing. No one else asked what is the gender of the baby. It's not like, you know, the city was waiting on, on, on its, you know, at the edge of its seat saying, like, hey, what is the gender of the baby? I understand it's a very special thing, but in reality in retrospect it's very special to the parents and the family of, of that uh, you know of that hopefully soon to be born child but the the concern that you're looking into is is yeah you were trying to do a more of a social event for other people for other uh, people that you don't know and things like that like i said it's just and you go to the level that could potentially impact other people's lives and in this situation it did so yeah. it, that's that's the concern that we're we're, we're really talking to is just be responsible when you're doing things. Be mindful. Understand where you are. Also, understand that this is California. We go through the summer. We have brush. There's always going to be brush. This is it's it happens every year. Yes. So. Um, so yeah, I just I apologize to anybody listening right now that might like like for the last half hour just listen to me rant. But I I have I've literally been quiet for the past week since my last video on Monday and then the evacuation warning happened and now I'm going out on a limb here to still do this show that I was thinking of canceling because I am not supposed to have all of this stuff set up right now um but I have faith in our firefighters I have faith that everything will be fine um Same, yeah so uh I just I still wanted to do the show but you know what if I was going to do the show this week it's still kind of techy because I had to rant about social media because this week has been nothing but social media based consistency um, my friend always stay consistent <laughs> indeed um so we will take a quick break uh and then when we get back I, I do have a couple of things to talk about before we get into our thoughts on foldables because we both have kind of the polar opposites of, po of foldables available right now the foldable the bendable everything yes all right so we're back on and I wanted to pull up uh, just over here, like a couple of news stories that did come up this past week. Um, of mm -hmm. course, there are reviews of the Galaxy Z Fold 2 starting to come out. Android 11 just came out. But the other thing, and we'll kind of go in order of that. The other mm -hmm. thing that uh, did get announced is we are officially in Apple season. It is happening. That was, yeah, that was like out of, I mean, I, we knew it was coming, but it was like out of left field, right? Mm -hmm. Like you wake up and like suddenly like invites to everybody. Well, not me, but anyways, you know what I mean though. You know. Well, do, do you, you do have an Apple account though, right? I do have an Apple account. So it should, it, it should have gotten the live stream. Like that part. Yeah, like, no, I, it, it's a virtual either way. So short, short answer, it, it's still very exciting to see that, you know, we're literally, Actually, from now, when we're recording this video, like a few days, like not even, uh, was it four days, four or five days? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, pardon me, the um, the iPhone 11 12, the iPhone 11 12, <laughs> the iPhone 12, sorry, the iPhone 12, um, a new Apple Watch. I, I, I want the 11 12, though. Can you I would me, love if the, you yeah. Can, yeah. If you get me the 11 12, I, I think that'll be nice. Nice upgrade from the 11. <laughs> But not so much that the twelve would be too much for me. So I'm talking the eleven twelve. It's a thousand years from now is what I was talking about. Like uh, the the eleven twelve Pro Max Pro Max XL Micro, My, Micro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're gonna Still find a way. In your hand, but it feels like a tablet. Check out this one nanometer bionic chip. Uh, anyway, the, uh, can you imagine that? Oh my god, that that phone would last for days. Um, anyway, so the iPhone twelve, and of course the like maybe an Apple Watch. Um, of course, probably the, the Series six. Yeah, yeah. In series. general, that we always see a, the refresh of the Apple Watch always gets a refresh with the iPhone. It seems like so. Yeah, Series six. I'm looking forward to seeing what. So, potential so yeah, what, what are you looking forward to? Because I know in my case like i i begrudgingly do this every single year like um you know 
fires notwithstanding, I actually have in my cart ready to go the Panasonic S5. Like I want, I've, I have, as I do every single year, I convince myself gradually over time with YouTube videos and research to get something. And this is that thing. But because I'm buying that, well, I'm holding off also because just like last year and the year before that, I have my current iPhone that I'm going to trade in to buy the next iPhone. That's like the cycle of the reviewer in my case. Um, so yeah, I'm ready to I'm ready to say goodbye to my 11 Pro, get a 12 Pro, whatever the smaller Pro model is. There better be one. If Pro there's means, usually is yeah, there's yeah. usually well the rumors are actually saying that there's potentially four sizes this year. Good. Like I yeah. want I want the smallest one with the most features. I don't want like Max is i hate max max can go away like i i've never liked that's the reason why i was the wrong person to review the 10s max because i got the 10s max thinking it was the one everyone wanted to see uh mm -hmm. which in a way was true but it was also the phone i hated the most because it was like so needlessly big mm -hmm. um 11 pro on the other hand love it great phone no, I, um, it, it's it's definitely. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the the rumors. The rumors really turn out. Hopefully, turn out to be true, because there's some some really exciting. We hear them every year, you know, like the whole bunch of different things. But uh, personally, it'll be more. Um, I may be turning in my eleven my well, my SE twenty twenty in as a trade in. Uh, but that because I don't actually currently own an iPhone other than this one. I have mm. the eleven Pro Max, but that one's more of a day job kind of thing. So it, it's a device that I use mostly for work and uh, I can't trade. I can't do anything with that device, but yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. Funny story. Last year, was it last year? Two years ago. Two years ago when the, ah, oh, frick. I'm, 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 I'm actually, my time zone, my timelines are getting messed up. I know it was two years ago that mm -hmm. I bought. Yeah. Okay. So here's the reason why this is a bad memory for me is because I was on vacation with Isa and my family. Mm -hmm. And it was in the middle of that vacation in Cabo San Lucas that the iPhone XS and the XS Max were announced. And at the time, I didn't have an iPhone, so I had to no, pay. No, you did another video from there. I forgot. Yeah, no, no. I, um, it's weird. Yeah, no, no. I, I kind of remember the timeline that you're talking about. You did a video. You did a, a separate video. I want to say it was a Samsung. Maybe it, it was, was a Samsung. It was something back something. then. Yeah, but yeah. we were we were in Mexico. And we were on vacation, but it was in the middle of this vacation that the iPhone event happened and I didn't have anything to trade in or rather I didn't think about it, but I definitely did not have a previous iPhone to trade in. So I paid for the 10s max <laughs> full price and I was like, it, I'm on vacation right now. And now I can't do anything because I just spent all my money. You're, yeah. You're like, so what would you, I bought a phone. It'll be here in, a, in two weeks. <laughs> so I'm a like looking, I'm like looking at Isa like, all right. Yeah, I was like, I was looking at Isa, like, all right, Isa, you're gonna pay for our food for the rest, <laughs> the rest of the week. <laughs> um, I, I hope Isa's doing well too. I mean, we haven't. I, I, I see her online and all of that stuff. I, I think she's also. There's a lot of things going on for everybody, but yeah, no, definitely, it's nice to. Hopefully, she's doing well, and um, I see a lot of her coverage, uh, the Poco X3 and all of that good mm -hmm. stuff. You guys are doing really good as well. Yeah, um, she's doing content on that and. Um, I actually, like she celebrated her birthday not too long ago and I finally got her like certain things, like she's been trying to use her Fuji X-T20 as the actual webcam with the mm -hmm. capture card and that's great. But there's something about the, it's, there's something about the X-T20 that it wasn't made for that in a sense because mm -hmm. it, it's heating up like crazy. So I actually, I, I told her I'm okay. worried about that. So let me just get you a C920. So I got her mm -hmm. a Logitech webcam and okay. 
I was like, it may not have the bokeh you want. It may not have the depth of field, but you can still angle it over here. You can still get that good shot. It'll still be clear because you have good lighting. And you, and you was going to say, you can also use the software to be able to kind of like almost like punch in a little bit and kind of yeah, compose your image to be the way you want it to. So there's a lot of other, I have the nine, the, the nine ten, an earlier model, but should be, the, hopefully the software is pretty much the same. Yeah. I think I got her actually the 922. But anyway, um, the other thing that I got her just for audio, because there are people that are watching me and her podcast um, uh, technically together. So technically that, she, yeah, episode, she, second episode last week and third yeah. one this week, I guess. Yep. Third one's coming out tonight as we're recording uh, Pocket Now. Um, shameless plug. I, I apologize. But I just wanted to say, like, I got her a setup that includes that webcam and also a Razer Siren X, which is their podcasting mic. Um and there's only one reason why I went for that one rather than like mm -hmm. a Blue Snowball. First of all, Blue Snowball is not even available in the Philippines. But all of Razor's products, thing, I actually have to say, thank goodness for Razor because since they have such a strong Asian foothold, mm -hmm. all their products are available like pretty easily in the Philippines. It takes like a week or two to ship, but it's they're there. Like Meanwhile, Absolutely Blue good. doesn't exist in the Philippines. It just doesn't. Um, Razor Siren X, which is the only mic they have that comes in pink. <laughs> so I got the pink one. <laughs> So happy birthday, Isa. Um, happy birthday, Isa, and I uh, hope you're having a good day. And I saw the cake that her sister made her. That was also very, very, very nice and sweet. Oh, yeah, with uh, the, the red there. sprinkles, yeah. Um, or the pink sprinkles, I should say. Pinkles, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The, uh, it, sorry, tangent there. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's been it's been a pretty busy week, and we're looking forward to the iPhone uh, event in a few days. Uh, mm -hmm. One other thing that happened is, uh, I, was it a surprise to you that Android 11 officially dropped? It just like um, it just like appeared on my Pixel 4a. So yeah, nah. <laughs> we knew it was coming. I, not, it, it, I, I, we knew it was coming. So it, it, there's there's a typical pattern to the way Google does their uh, you know Android development. So generally by the third beta, you're pretty much sure that you know the final is coming up anytime now. So that's the best way to explain it. By the time okay, we saw fair. beta three and a few a few weeks have gone by. But there we wasn't like knew. a day announcement, right? No, no, no. There was no official, no nothing, like out of the blue. All I, in the way it started for me was I was on Twitter, back to Twitter, um, and a buddy of mine, or I think a buddy of ours, uh, Mark, was uh, tweeting on saying, I'm hitting that refresh button on my update uh, for some reason. And I'm like, it's Tuesday. Okay. Typical Tuesday, by the way. Google always on Tuesdays. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, the only thing I could think of when he's talking about update, it has to be the beta, right? It has to be the official thing. So that was kind of like what kind of threw me into the, the direct line of it. But um, I was expecting it. It was that time. It was roughly around the time I, I didn't, I was, I would have thought that it would have happened more like in the middle, like around the 15th, which is where uh, Apple is going in, I guess, this time. So that was the timing that, you know, you had that announcement and then you had Apple coming up not that long after that. Mm, okay. But it, it, it's a, it's a perfect surprise. And to be honest, from a comparison, it's very close to beta three, like very minor tweaks were done from beta three. So for me, it, it literally just down. No, now my phone just doesn't say developer. Every time I turn it on, there's no button to click. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like I, I, I very rarely restart my phone. So I never, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> well, for me, mostly because, uh, I tend to like, if I had to reflash something a couple of times, uh, I ended up have to, you know, go through it and so on. But yeah, so overall, uh, Pixel 3XL, 3A, 4A, 4XL all got it in the same day, which is ridiculous. Like, talk about a just flat out just pushing it to everything. Yeah. Very um, nice. 
So yeah, the I, I'm actually liking it a lot. Um, there are a few things that um, I'm going to be doing like a JV video on Android 11, just like my thoughts on it real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Just something anecdotally, like I'm my, my videos, by the way, while I'm in this evacuation warning, all my videos are going to be like much simpler than usual because I'm not like, I can't go outside. I can't even go to my porch to film. Um, so everything's going to be like a lot of overhead shots. Um, there are excuses, th- excuses, JV. I know, right? That's, that's totally. all I have to it's say. Like, oh, oh, it's time fi- for some tea. A fire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, um, Sorry. So, yes. Of course, the screen recorder I'm adoring. Um, like it's great that it's there. Um, and native, native, finally. Native, yeah. Uh, which might suck for some of the third-party developers who made their own screen recorders. Um, because that it actually is true. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, I I don't think about it this way. Uh, that way, you're right. Yeah. By the time things get incorporated, it's out because now every device that has 11 will have it. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, the other thing is uh, native, native. Um, Native media controls in the shade, which I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the power menu, uh, very, very, uh, very appreciated as well. Um, the other thing, I'm trying to remember what other thing I was. The bubbles is that that's what they're called, right? The bubbles. Bubble, yeah. And there's two different types. So, it, well, actually, take that back. There's there's been bubbles before. We've had them before with like some other companies use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Facebook has them technically, but now it's native. But we, yeah, uh, not all, not a lot of apps support it yet. Yeah. Um, so that's the other thing is that, so on top of bubbles, um, the bubbles work with notifications from chat apps that are put in the conversations layer at the top of the notification shade. So and things that are like, set to priority too. Yeah. Not just be in there. You have to be priority. Yeah. Exactly. Um, unfortunately for us, people like me and TK, we are big Telegram users. That's our, that's our messenger of choice. It Absolutely. works with bubbles, but not perfectly. So some will disappear. Um, there are times when I hit the button to make a chat bubble and like it's there, but then when I hit back, it removes it. And it's just like, what, what happened? Like, so the other thing is things like this probably comes as no surprise to people, but Instagram doesn't support it yet because Instagram no. it is not optimized for literally anything but a regular screen phone. Um, it, it, but it also, I think it's because it doesn't treat uh, messaging as uh, Facebook does. It doesn't have exactly. a separate messenger. It's built in, so the natively the, the app itself doesn't actually treat itself as a chat as a as a chatting program. It's still you still have to open up the app to get into it. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Android 11. Um, if you have a Pixel, make sure you get. Well, I mean, I'm sure it'll get updated because it, it's pushed to it. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot to like there, and we'll see what the other versions of Android 11 look like later on. I'm actually gonna do a series, try like doing a short video on each version, just talking about my favorite things that other companies are doing on top of the Android 11 base. So look Absolutely. forward to all yeah. of that. Which is why I gotta get the Android 11 video done now, because as a Samsung or OnePlus or whoever starts to put out their versions, I need to like be ready for that. We uh, uh, so over at XDA, we posted a video hands-on with the beta, the uh, OnePlus beta for Oxygen OS. Beta. Oh, sweet! Uh, so that one did come out, and um, I, I think yeah, there's a lot of things. Yeah, there's a lot of development this year for some reason. The the timeline of when Android 11 OEM edition comes out is becoming a lot shorter than what we've typically seen in the past. So they're not necessarily waiting for the official. They're, I think almost like feel like there's a lot of people that've been doing work because. With uh, OnePlus, it was literally that same day. Mm. I was able to get my hands on uh, that beta and we did a video for there. So that was actually, it's very nice. So yeah, definitely I'm not gonna, looking forward to your series. I, yeah, I'm going to wait for the final stable releases, um, I, I, which is what I 
I don't know. Like, I, for some reason, I don't really like doing a video on a beta thing because if something really changes, I got to do another video. You know, like it's. <laughs> oh well, not only that. It, 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 you also want to make sure that if you do cover the the, the product, you want to make sure that people understand that this is a very finicky build. Mm -hmm. It is not final. This is purely a teaser in of sorts, and you should not be using it on your daily driver. Absolutely. So those yeah. are things you want to keep in mind. Betas, alphas are. There's a reason why they're referred to as betas and alphas. They're not called final. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. All right. So for our final topic today, uh, we'll just uh, we'll just go through a couple of things in regards to foldables. Uh, the man okay, TK let me, let over me there. The, let me turn the page on that one. <laughs> Look at that. Opening up his field yeah. notes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that time. We should start talking about that. Let's do it. Um, so yes. tell me about the Surface Duo, the Microsoft Surface Duo, because I am still... I remember when I kind of am on the fence about the Z Fold 2 or just foldables in general because yeah. I still am not I, I, I'm still not convinced that the form factor gives me truly anything more than just a funner, bigger experience that I already have on any other phone. You notice that I have the Pixel 4a on me at all times. It is my yep. day, it is my everyday in my pocket phone. It has everything on there that I need. Um meanwhile the Z Fold 2 uh, Cover, cover screen aside, opening it up, being able to blow up all of those experiences, awesome, that's great. Multitasking, awesome, that's mm -hmm. great. But aside from that, it doesn't strike me as anything more than just a bigger smartphone or tablet. That's really all that I get the feeling out of it. It, it has that effect. So the, the, on, on the Surface, we have a slightly different experience, right? Yes. So um, the opening of the, of the Surface is pretty much what you would get if you had a dual display or two, dif two displays. Let's go ahead and open it up here. Sorry. Uh, so the I, I'm assuming since this is going to be a video side, so there's going to be basically two displays that you're working with. They do have a seam in between because they are two displays. I didn't say it was a foldable. So this is a device that folds with two displays. That's the best way to describe it. Um, it is a it's one of two schools of thought when it comes to, to foldables on the market right now. We have Samsung with their foldables. So you have the Z Flip, the Z Fold, the Z Fold 2. Um, and then you have basically what LG's attempt was essentially is to give us an, an accessory that could give us that function, but it's not natively to that phone. So you don't need the accessory all the time. You could use it without it. Microsoft's approach is definitely a, a gen, I would say a first gen approach because this was actually in development for a long time. So this, mm -hmm. if you guys are probably, you know, been listening to the news and how things are going with the Surface, this has been developing as of last year. We saw some early teasers of it. We knew it was supposed to come around Christmas time. There was a whole delay and then they got pushed to much later. Uh, the internals are not going to wow anybody. We're not trying to, I don't think that's what Microsoft's trying to shoot for. But from a productivity standpoint, the ability of running two apps simultaneously, truly simultaneously, on a device without having it to be a foldable is where they're trying to succeed. They're trying to integrate um, the the integration with Microsoft. It's very strong here. The uh, you know obviously there is Google services, but this is really meant to mimic what you get as an experience from a Surface laptop. It's the Surface Duo, and it's it's trying its best. I would say right now to make Android 10 function the way it, it, Microsoft wants it to. And there's a little bit of hiccups there. So software is still something that needs to be worked on. Um, there are, I would say, there's going to be many use cases, but definitely productivity is going to be the main king here. Running two apps, wanting to be able to run two apps and using a pen input, which makes it very different than what we see with the Z Fold 2. The Z Fold 2 oh, is a foldable stylus. display. Yes, um, and unfortunately, that's the one time I would put it away. But it uses the uh, the surface the surface pen from Surface Books. Oh. So if you if you're typically I don't know how used I to using the, 
it it's a it's one of the biggest things about it. It but it weird thing doesn't come included with it. Uh, so what I would say is uh, actually now I'm launching multiple apps with the wrong thing. So here, let me see if I still have my typed message. No, I oh here it is. That I didn't. I deleted the thing. Okay, so no, that was the Arabic one. I'll find you something with the with an English site, because otherwise it's going to look uh, like I'm doing something else. So here, so it essentially, is you're able to basically write handwrite mm. notes. So this little teaser with the video that I'm pushing out later on, 24 hours impression with the Z, with the with the with the Surface Duo. So I like it. Um, I'm getting used to the fact that it's. It's actually not that thick. It's easily pocketable. Yeah, but it it's looks a weird, super it's, thin. It's su- like it's even thinner. Like when you use it straight. Oh yeah. Like seriously, guys. I mean, if if you're able to see this, this is like really crazy thin. Um, the mechanism is very nice. The hinge is strong. Um, I would have wished they included a, a USB-C headphones in the box since they don't technically have a headphone jack on it. But there wasn't a much. Um, you know, there's a few things here and there, but. Overall, I think for productivity, there's no question. It's definitely going to be one of those must-haves for productivity levels. Running multiple apps and actually getting pen input on the display. Because mm. just right now, there isn't much that is natively like that. Like I said, LG tried, but LG is an accessory. You have to have that separate case. This is That's how you use it. You cannot use this as just a one device, a one display. You have to open it up to use it. But you can fold it back on itself, right? And essentially use it as a one-screen phone? It's it's more of so like to get to this form you have to go through, and then do this. Mm-hmm. So there's that function. Yes, you do have to kind of turn it on, but then you have to always make sure to be aware of what orientation you're on because the accelerometer kicks in to try to actually open it up and run the the second display because you're able to actually switch between the front and back. Mm. Um, I I end up honestly most of the time I actually just use it as a basically book style like this. Just use it for normal apps. And then uh, whenever I need the pen input, I just bring it out. There's no place to put the pen. That's also a little bit of a thing. There's a magnet that will work with it on the side, but it doesn't. It's not a stowaway kind of like the Note line of series. So if you guys are used to seeing what the Note does, this is different. This is definitely Windows meets Android meets foldable display <laughs> thing. So what? how would you characterize um, Microsoft's Microsoft's uh, progress in like really feeling out Android because like have you been experiencing some of the software bugs that I've seen on Twitter and stuff like that like what what has your experience been with Microsoft's flavor so first I kind of mentioned it before we are running Android 10.0 so this is running over at Android 10 and it is basically Microsoft's UI with optimizations done for it um I think Microsoft did the best that they could to put in their own optimizations in the sense of gesture support uh, functionality when you're talking about two different displays and swipe gestures functionalities because that is part of the UI. Um, I find there's some there needs to be a little bit more work from Microsoft on there to keep it better. It's it's definitely a lot better than what I saw a week and a half ago or so when I did the first hands-on at the Best Buy store. We had an earlier build. Um, not as ma- not as many crashes. Uh, the swipe gestures are working much better. Full screen is working uh, much much better, but I still find it every once in a while where the UI just becomes unresponsive, like where I have to kind of like close it, open it again, and start up again. So I feel like software needs to be a little bit more uh, worked on. But I like what they're doing. I-, I like the fact that we're able to 
like literally pin windows the way we pin them on 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 you know like on on our normal pc mm-hmm. like you can flick a window from one screen to the other by just literally swiping as opposed to swiping sideways in android you know like when you try to swipe between apps on uh, on different apps uh, on android 10 or android 11 um this one you just swipe and then flick your finger to the other side and it throws the screen from one window to the other uh, you're able to set up dual apps like pre-configured apps to open up on both sides of the screen and or uh, you're also able if you swipe it from the side and hold it in the middle between the two displays it opens up into full screen mode so you get 8.3 inch goodness uh you know massive tablet style size um uh, ui which i like i i, I like but uh, i found to be a little bit hard to play games with it though really okay so that was my yeah. gonna be my next question like um well, you're not trying to sprawl the screen out to both displays, right? You're not just trying to get a bigger one, or do you use one screen with something else? Uh, so th- those are the two use cases. You, yeah, yeah. You can you you can do two apps. So an example would be here, like Instagram and Twitter. You guys could see they're running two different apps. You can basically uh, sorry, I'm actually touching the display here. So here, like basically, you're able to in if you don't open a uh, picture. Short answer it. So you're able to basically swipe, and those are things that you can do normal things. Or you can actually, so here, let me just say, oops, that's not what I want to do. And then it'll bring up Twitter. Or you could just use one app on the entire thing. So here, this is Twitter, Mm -hmm. full screen, 8.3 inch goodness. And you can do the same thing in gaming. So you can actually experience the uh, entire overall uh, UI in a full tablet style, but you still have that seam in between. You you can never obviously get rid of that part. Hmm. And you said that your experience with gaming has been mixed? For First person shooters, uh, I would probably say don't do it, skip mm-hmm. it, uh, mostly because the way the UI is set up for the most part in most FPS games, um, the crosshairs or the shooting mode or the shooting spot for the game that you're playing is always in the center. So that's where the oh, scene is. <laughs> so like if I'm trying to do a, you know, not say I'm dying, but let's say I'm, I am trying to do a headshot or anything like that, I can't see my target. It's actually behind. The UI doesn't compensate for it because the game isn't meant to be run on something like this, right? It's intended to be running on a tablet or it thinks it's running on a tablet. Uh, But when you flip it over to something like, let's say, Asphalt 9, racing game, open world experience, where generally the environment moves with the camera and you're never really having to focus on the center, those work much better for me and I enjoy them a lot more with full screen apps. So it depends on the game. That's going to be the best way to say it. Uh, But I feel like one thing I did miss about the fold the z fold 2 is the fact that it doesn't have a seam and it is a foldable you do have that full display and it's even bigger now after obviously i got a chance to you know get play a little bit with it last week on the friday when we are hanging out that is definitely a lot of improvements on the screen when it comes on the inside one that notch that we had in bass all gone Mm -hmm. you know punch hole uh o display is definitely the way to go yeah i um i I've, i've come around to the z fold 2 in a way because um, there are certain things about it that I have to say require a bit more, just a little bit more help. And that's the reason why this kind of came into play. This is the uh, Moft A. So if anybody knows Moft, like Tiki and I know them very well, um, we have their Moft X, their Moft Z, all of these things. This is sort of their, this is their competitor to a pop socket. So this little, yeah. f- this little p- flicky thing comes out, like this little extra part. And it's the same thing as a pop socket. It gives you sort of that feel. But once I open up the phone, this is really where like the fun begins because you have the entire screen easily accessible and a lot easier to handle. Uh, the maneuvering way- mechanic. Yeah. You don't have to do that whole pinky grab at the bottom with the whole, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I'm with you. So little things like this have sort of opened me up to, um, 
treating this less as a phone and more like a tablet. And mm-hmm. there are things like I have a small um, Bluetooth keyboard that I use when I want to write scripts, but I don't have my computer or my tablet with me or anything to type on. And it's just this foldable, um, like half and half keyboard type thing that's like this thin. And mm-hmm. I just Bluetooth it to here or any phone and I'm just typing on my script. So the thing is, um, the experience, and oh, and the other thing I have to say, uh, with this on here, you can use it as a kickstand, um, yes. the Moff Day. So the Moff Day has also become like, I put it, I, I open up the screen, put it somewhere else, uh, let it stand up, and it's like viewing YouTube very easily. Or I actually played some Xbox Game, Pla- Game Pass on there uh, with a Bluetooth oh, controller, yeah. you know, like, so treating it a little bit less like a phone, I think, is what has made me like it even more even fall mm-hmm. in love with the experience because yes as much as i don't like handling a super large phone i do appreciate having more of the screen and that is really to me the only real use case that this provides because okay. while you get the big screen to be able to enjoy things being able to close it and then pocket it even if it's a thick thing um it's it makes it so that this experience is something that you can have more often. Does it actually add to productivity? I would argue not really, unless you mm-hmm. are a multi-app person, but also there's, I think the Note is still a way better productivity machine. I think calling the Z Fold 2 a productivity monster is kind of incorrect, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. It just makes the experiences you would already have easier, more fun, but that's kind of where the line is drawn. And it's up to you to decide if $2,000 is worth doing that uh thirteen hundred dollars for someone who loves using the s pen and uses it for all of the use cases that it is literally meant for makes perfect Mm -hmm. sense but two thousand dollars for just a pocketable big screen still hard for me to as much as i love it still hard for me to recommend and it's um i don't know the duo takes a different approach and it's a very different yeah no absolutely They're, they're not they're not trying to do the whole single multi screen. They're literally just saying, hey, dual screen all the time. Or yeah. like you said, you could flip it out. But I mean, the reality is you have to open it to use it. There's mm-hmm. it, there's no peak window. There's no small window. There's no attempt. They're basically saying, look, when it's closed, it's closed. And when it's open, that's when the fun starts. Yeah. So what, because um, this is an experience that I have, again, with the whole talk about Twitter and what's been going on this past week. Mm-hmm. Um I have learned what pairs and in some cases trios of apps I tend to be on at all times. Does the Duo sort of give you, like, have you learned that about yourself in your time with like the Duo and the old Fold? <laughs> so for the for me on the old Fold, I've always loved having the, tr- the trio apps, but I usually have them not trio in the sense of three split. It's more two screens and the floating. So I always mm-hmm. like to use the, the, the third option, which is the floating window. Um, and the amount of time that I've had with this with the duo in about it they so honestly mostly what I've I've enjoyed doing is the ability of watching Netflix and or YouTube while on Twitter and Instagram at the same time and not having to do the pop up window. So to me that was a big a big thing that we couldn't do anymore on LG once Netflix updated their UI for some reason. Like it actually paused the game uh, the the UI. So oh, yeah. where you were actually having to engage two separate screens because the U- the system wasn't designed to actively uh, keep both app processes running at the same time. It assumed that once you left the window from the left or the right to the play with the other side, that the other one went dormant. So it basically puts it into a hibernation mode. Not so here. So yeah, watching Netflix full screen. So like basically opening it like a laptop experience, Netflix on the top, Twitter, Instagram on the bottom, 
or even at the same time, opening both my Instagram and Twitter to be able to go through a couple of options using the pen input. Uh, to me, those are functional things. And what I feel like, like foldables serve for me a, a purpose. I appreciate the tablet form factor, and I also appreciate the smartphone form, uh, form factor. And if somebody was to, let's say, want to buy a Note 20 or a Note 20 uh, Ultra, and then at the same time, let's say, want to buy the S7, uh, the brand new Tab S7 that came out, not even the S7 Plus, but the S7, they're roughly around the same price. If you think about it, I mean, $1,300 plus like seven or 800 bucks, you're already at a $2,000 price point. The Note or the Z Fold 2 obviously it doesn't have the pen, but it gives you that middle grounds between the two. It's the, the fact that you always have with you a tablet and a phone. Mm -hmm. Always. If you need it or if you don't, obviously it's a different statement. It is obviously more expensive, but it unifies the two ecosystems and it's pocketable. So if you're not using the tablet, none of us can actually put it. I mean, back in the day when that seven inch used to be a tablet size, but remember back when we first started with the whole tablets or phablet size? Nexus 7. Yeah, the Ooh. seven inch tablet. Yeah, back in the old, the, the last of all Nexus or Next size. Um, and it, so to me, that's where this is feeding into. So both the Surface Duo and the Z Fold 2 fit, the, fit into that. And the Z Flip is very different. The Z Flip is just trying to make a standard phone into a smaller clamshell and people like it. So which you know, I have to give I have to give Samsung a lot of credit because they've done a good job by now, now that the Z Fold 2 is a thing, they've done a really good job of through their naming, actually differentiating the different things in their lineup. So mm -hmm. like the S, I could actually argue S means standard now. Like it's a standard smartphone. The mm -hmm. note obviously has a stylus, the Z Flip. It's about taking a regular smartphone form factor and making it smaller, easier to carry. Meanwhile, Absolutely. the Z Fold is about blowing it up. So it's mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm, I'm giving them a lot of credit for actually differentiating between all of their different lineups, and it's up to you to decide where those price points sort of land. It would be great Absolutely. if the S line coming up actually got a little bit lower in price compared to the Note. I hope that's the case, because then you have a real, like, you have a real look of you. You have a real lay of the land. Of mm -hmm. these are the features that I need, and this is the lineup from Samsung that makes sense for me. So that that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense, and that's 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 the other revelation I had with the Z Fold Two is that this is really for a specific type of user. Um, in the same way that the Note Twenty Ultra is for, it can work for anybody, but is it for everybody? And the answer is no. No. No, like, it, 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 you need to be, you need to really need all the additional features that you get out of it because mm -hmm. the S20 Ultra is still a very capable uh, piece of hardware that's, that's still around. Yeah. It's still getting updates. Yeah, it's, it's the, it's, it's the, we keep, I love that with tech, we always use car analogies and whatnot, but it's like everyone can enjoy, or rather, a Porsche will work for literally any person. Anybody can love a Porsche, but should, should everyone get a Porsche? Probably not. <laughs> like, no, no. The, the price tag alone should be a big uh, entry kind of thing. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. It's, um, it's. Do you need it, or does it does it serve its purpose with what you need to do with it? If you're just scrolling and going through social media, responding to emails and so on, that's that is just way too much horsepower to what you really need. Exactly. There's a lot of other options that you can actually get into. And again, like the, if, if you're trying to stay within the Samsung ecosystem or even other ones, there's so many other options available. It's amazing what you could do with uh, other hardware. The Pixel 4a XL, uh, the Pixel 4a by itself is a perfect example. Yeah. 
Uh, final question on the Surface Duo, uh, because it mm -hmm. makes me very... Con I get very curious about Surface products. Um, mm -hmm. I did a I did a Pocket Now video. I never really did get around to doing a JV video on um, the Surface Book. Uh, I still have it. I still might do it. Mm -hmm. We'll see. But the Surface Book was a very interesting use case for me because it showed that a laptop could be something way different than what we're used to. And I was just like, mm -hmm. wow, this is really cool. So Microsoft's doing some great stuff. But one of the, one of the takeaways I always have, it could be kind of a complaint, uh, complaint away, is um, the to get the most out of a Microsoft product that they market, you have to be in the Microsoft ecosystem, which is probably an easy thing to say. Samsung does it, Apple does it. So my question yeah. is, with the Duo to get to take advantage of a lot of that stuff, are you an Office three sixty five user? Um, not an Office 365 user. I use the Office Suite, but I never subscribed oh. to 365. So oh, for see. me, it's more, um, I realized that for me to use all the Office tools, obviously you do need to have that in there for uh, more of a usability. Um, I'm, I'm very happy with G Suite. I feel like Google Suite of applications work very nicely on all my devices. And because I tend to change so often, I prefer not to stick to one ecosystem over mm. another. Uh, but this one is definitely optimized for that. Actually, you do need to log in with your Microsoft account as well as your Google account when you're setting it up. It's not one or the other. It actually is part of the setup process. So um, it's really meant to it really be optimized and connect, you know, like link to PC, link to Windows is built into this. Um, all of those uh, functions that you normally would expect from a Windows-based system is in there, but you don't have to be in it to enjoy it. The dual screen function, uh, the pen input is native to the to the device. It's not software specific. Um, and then uh, when it comes to enjoying basically full screen and so on, again, that's built into the UI. It's not Microsoft only. Uh, but Microsoft Suite or 365 has been optimized to work with it the best. So for dual displays, Microsoft's already ahead of the game. They, they released that actually a few weeks before the announcement of the, the Duo. Mm, yeah, because the being able to like go from one app to the other, like to copy paste to or yeah, drag and over. Yeah. And then uh, I think Outlook is the one where when you hit an email, it will like shift it over to the other side so you can see the full email, but then all the other emails are still on the other. Like that, all that stuff sounds so great, but mm -hmm. it's so specific to an office like productivity standpoint. And I really hope that in this case, in the case of the Surface Duo, but maybe for all foldables that other developers are going to actually adopt those kinds of features. Because that's one of the only problems I have with the Z Fold 2 is that you have to literally go into the display settings and make sure that you tell Samsung UI to do the native Android version of a larger app. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, um, it, it has a hard time adjusting. You're right. Exactly. So otherwise, it's just a blown up version. And the Samsung UI setting does say, blow up the app so that it's easier to view. And yeah, it's true, but then you're not taking advantage of the of the canvas mm -hmm. enough, and that's what I want out of it. I have I, I might be wearing glasses, but I don't have like terrible eyesight. I don't need <laughs> I don't need blown up text or anything like that. So give me like it's like it's like trying to open up an app on a 720p resolution on a PC as opposed to mm -hmm. actually using the 4K of your monitor, you know, like. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. But we still need development uh, support. Like, I mean, Instagram for once and, and mm -hmm. you know, like we really need a tablet format for this thing. It just, there's no reason why Instagram really believes only people with phones use their, their app. It just makes no sense. Yeah, 
Indeed. It, we, we need a better UI. Um, formatting though on, on the on the Duo is still needing a little bit of support, especially with Instagram. Like I feel like it, it, fit, it fills up the window too much more than I would imagine because it's having to go sideways. It's not, like you said, the app is itself not really intended. So it works best when you're holding it in the more book style uh, interface because that's the standard UI uh, elements for Android. So it, it looks and it works best. But if you fill it up as a big display, you're literally looking at a picture that goes from both sides of the phone. So it, it's doing the same thing. It's stretching the app. Yeah. Uh, so final, final question. Um, mm -hmm. Given that the Duo is a little bit cheaper than many phones that are or rather its main competitor obviously is a c fold 2 which is 2000 and then this one you would have was it 13 1399 15 13 after our lovely state taxes <laughs> true god we love california don't we um, ah. <laughs> um so you have a, a cheaper price for what is arguably a sleeker device i will give it that and also you get a dual screen experience rather than an actual like big tablet foldable experience but it is also mm -hmm. more expensive than the lg dual screen on the v60 that that is true the v60 i think was 899 including the case so mm -hmm. yeah if you're if you're really wanting to get um like a uh, like an lg experience to the ui like i said it's an accessory though that's one thing you want to keep in mind it's a case that you have to always keep your phone in mm -hmm. um, for you to be able to use these uh this types but i also feel like the ui doesn't benefit from a lot of the optimizations the way microsoft is putting in the work uh dragging and swiping things in uh on the on on the v60 or even the, uh, the velvet doesn't happen you cannot drag and expand apps you actually have to either uh, turn on the feature or install a third-party app to force it to go split screen or full screen and um but we we need we definitely need developer support they need to build that in into their apps and understand there's going to be more dual screen or foldable devices and that needs to be we need to have that type of ui it needs to recognize the device and adjust were you were you the one that um tweeted earlier today that the duo was selling out somehow uh uh, I so yes so uh, what I was trying to say essentially is the depending on where you're going uh, you there's a lot of people that pre-ordered which that was obviously mostly the case but most Best Buys are only receiving two or three units oh that's what it was okay because I was yeah, like it's a limit I was like oh is this is this product a lot more popular than I thought it would be <laughs> it's a supply and demand and there's not as much supply yeah that's true so if, even though the initial I feel like the initial reviews that we saw obviously you know that you depending on who you look and who you talk to, you know, if you watch uh, Fisher, if you watch The Verge, if you watch, you know, depending who you watch, you're going to get slightly different experience into it. At the end of the day, I feel like people are still very intrigued by it. There's a lot of supporters of the old Windows phone. I mean, if you there's, there's actually diehard supporters for Windows phone. So that's a big thing. Um, and I think that's probably what's what's sweeping up the initial first batch of uh, devices that's that, that's out there. Uh, for me, I pre-ordered and had a local store pickup, which worked like a charm. I was there at 10 a.m. Best Buy walked it out, gave it to me, and I was on my way. So, okay. Yeah. Hopefully, that would be the case uh, whenever the iPhone 12 comes out, that I can just show up and pick it up after pre-ordering. Because I know I, how is that going to work with COVID? I just realized. I, <laughs> I all I have to say is. Please, if if everything once everything does go back to normal, we say curbside pickup. Don't take that away. Yeah, I think that's a perfect. I think that should be there as an option, regardless. Realistically, if there's one thing that we've learned during this time is, um, there are there are many ways for us to interact with each other. There are many ways for us to still have a business and still do business well. Curbside pickup is absolutely fantastic when it comes to Best Buy. Uh, I've used them a few times. 
Uh, and honestly, when the, well, exactly with the iPhone or even with Samsung devices or whatever, if you're delivering it or picking it up from a store, we want curbside pickup. We need more the more stores to have that. Oh yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, all right, cool. Well, I think that before we get into too many more tangents after that, I just want to be sure that we uh, go ahead and call it on this episode. Um, thank you, by the way, everyone who stuck around so we can talk about the duo and the fold a little bit more here at the end of the episode. Obviously, like any good podcaster slash YouTuber, I, I leave the meat at the end. <laughs> um, so if you if you stuck around even after TK and I ranting about our current situations in Cali, Thank you for sticking around after that. Um, if anybody is affected by what's going on right now in California, um, you know, thoughts out to you. Hopefully everyone is staying safe and taking care of each other. And yeah, um, like it's even more imperative now to wear that mask because air quality across the entire state is that bad. So mm. please do wear a mask. Now you're doing it for yourself. It's not just for everybody else. You're actually doing it to take care of yourself. So that's why I say take care of yourself and each other. Uh, TK, going to let everybody know where to find you. Uh, just easy, simple, very, very easy. So just look up TK Bay. Uh, if you're looking at the video, it's just TKBAY on most social media, uh, as well as YouTube or TKDSL8655. And, um, it's, it's very hard to miss me. Just let the beard guide you, man. Let You'll find me everywhere. You. Gotta love it. All right, cool. Well, we're going to go ahead and call it on this episode and get right into the outro starting now. Thanks again to TK for being on this episode. If you want to follow him, he just lets you know where to find him on social media and also on his YouTube channel, which are all linked in the show notes. If you want to follow me and all of the content that I'm doing on things like the Galaxy Z Fold 2 and pretty much any other devices, uh, one of the many that have been coming out at the moment, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JVTechT because I'm JV, you know me, I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. From there, you can also follow me on YouTube at youtube.com slash Joshua Vergara. But as far as podcasts, Pocket Now is concerned. Pocket Now is found everywhere on social media at the handle Pocket Now. And of course, you can head over to PocketNow.com for the latest headlines and news. Watch Jaime do the Pocket Now Daily over on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pocket Now, where videos are coming out pretty much every single day. And with all of that said, we're going to go ahead and call it on this episode of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in our next episode.